everybody. You're listening to The Voice of One, The VU. It's episode 128. This one for Tuesday, October 19, year of our Lord 2021. All right, I begin with a, a woke alert, a woke alert from across the pond. I bring you this from Breitbart. Headline reads this way Transracialism. UK teachers' union members allowed to self identify as black. This story by Kurt Zendulka, and here's his first paragraph. A leading higher education trade union in Britain has drawn criticism after supporting so-called transracialism, in which people can self-identify as another race. Now, let me pause in the story just to say this. Once your vehicle of logic has left the main road, it could veer <laughs> off into any ditch and careen uh, into uh, any direction imaginable. Because, see, when you leave the main highway of biological reality, when a man is no longer a man, a woman is no longer a woman, when marriage can be something other than a man and a woman, well, then why can't a marriage be not just a man and a man or a woman and a woman, but why not three women, two men, a cat, a dog, and uh, an orangutan? Why, why limit it? And so, sure enough, you're beginning to see the headlines coming up, even legislation beginning to be proposed right here in the United States that expands, expands the definition uh, of marriage out even further than just two people. Because, of course, logically, once you have left the road, it, 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 it can go anywhere. Now, same thing with this whole self-identify thing, self-identify, because uh, this whole idea of being able to self-identify as another gender, again, was spoofed early on uh, in various memes about, well, uh, here's a person who self-identifies as another race. Well, it turns out that it's not just a meme because once you leave the logic of biological reality, once you can self-identify as another gender, when your actual right biological parts don't agree with that, why should I not be able to identify with another race even though I have no appearance of that race? All right. Now, continuing with the story, it says last week, the Edinburgh branch of the University and College Union wrote on social media to reassert its position in favor of trans inclusion, saying that liberation cannot be built on exclusion. Well, of course not. Of course not. All right, the post linked uh, to a 2019 document entitled UCU Position on Trans Inclusion, in which the union argued for its members to be able to self-identify as, quote, being black, disabled, LGBT plus, or women, end quote. Now, guys, um, <laughs> this, this, is the, uh, this is the woke this is the crazy, crazy wokeness that's infiltrating uh, really all sectors, especially huge corporate America, but of course 
it has its foothold in academia and expressed through the teachers' union. All right, your woke alert from the other side of the pond. All right, now, speaking of the other side of the pond, I finally, I finally broke down and did it. I don't, I don't know if you've ever done this, but uh, the DNA test, right? The, the, you, you do your DNA and they figure out your ancestry. Yeah, I, uh, there, there are three or four, maybe five big sites that do that. So uh, I picked uh, one of those, the cheapest one, and uh, <laughs> but it had, good, it had good reviews. And uh, anyway, so uh, did the thing, sent, did the test, swab, swab, and uh, sent the thing in. Uh, a few weeks later, boom, here it comes back. So uh, whoever it is now has my DNA. All right, so... Uh, anyway, so got the thing back as to my ancestry. Again, I, I, pr- I pretty much understood where it was, but uh, now I have the official estimated uh, DNA, heritage, heritage, Woody Cumbie. All right, and they give you a little map with like shaded areas and all this kind of stuff and whatever. Well, mine, mine's not too, uh, I, I wouldn't say mine's too exciting, uh, really. Um, here's the deal. I'm, uh, according to this, English, English. So they have like the, they have like the little zone that of course goes across Britain, but also, you know, Ireland and uh, that kind of stuff. So anyway, English, I guess in in kind of a broad, broad idea of English. So 67.6% English. And then it tells you where those folks settled uh, in the United States, the English. And the English primarily settled, according to this, in the southern United States, in Georgia, Florida, and Alabama. Well, there you have it. There you have it. Would he come be born in Atlanta and raised uh, in Florida? So, uh, yeah, 67.6% um, uh, English. And so here my cousins are over there. Uh, self-identifying as black. So I don't know. I don't know what this is going to do about the whole heritage thing. But anyway, the good news is 32.4% Scandinavian. Yeah, 32.4% Scandinavian, which that's that blonde hair I had when I was a kid, right? (laughs) That bright blonde hair, that's that, the Scandinavian. So I knew it was in there somewhere. So, um, uh, that's it. That's, that, that's me. So, uh, anyway, embarrassing now about my, uh, ancestors over there, uh, woke, woke ancestors. Maybe they're holding the line in Sweden. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> Woody Cumbie here, your host, bringing you, the <laughs> bringing you the, uh, the DNA blend of coffee, current events, faith, and FSU sports, actually sports in general today. So, uh, your Braves. Have you kept up with it? Have you seen it? Your Braves. Back-to-back walk-off hits to uh, win the first two games of the NLCS over the uh, the L.A. Dodgers, right? The L.A. Dodgers. Now, the L.A. Dodgers to the Atlanta Braves are kind of like Miami Hurricanes to Florida State, right? They're like these, like, uh, 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 so anyway, uh, Braves up 2-0 now uh, because back-to-back walk-off wins uh, in the first two games. Here's how it sounded on the TV call. L- Atlanta versus L.A. Game one, bottom of the ninth, 
tie score, two to two, and here's the call. 2-2 game, bottom of the ninth. Riley line drive, that is down! A base hit! Here comes Obies! And the Atlanta Braves win game one! Boom, baby! <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. But wait, wait. Ninth inning, lightning. A second night in a row. Here's the call. Bottom of the ninth, two outs. Game two, tied at four. And here is your TV call. Eddie Rosario, three hits tonight against Kenley Jansen. And first ball swinging. Oh, oh and it gets through. And here comes the winning run. Swanson scores. And the Braves win again in their final at bat. Boom, boom, <laughs> back to back, back to back. I love it. I love it. All right. Uh, so the Braves lead uh, the Dodgers two games to none in the best of seven series. It goes to L.A. The uh, series resumes tonight in L.A. All right. So if the Braves can just take one out there, I think they're in good shape. Good shape. All right. Uh, mean, meanwhile, uh, very relaxing weekend. Very relaxing weekend for uh, Seminoles fans. Yeah, that's right. Relaxing and satisfying. You see, our, our Noles didn't play, which means they could not lose. And <laughs> our rivals, our rivals, uh, yeah, the evil uh, Miami Hurricanes and the uh, Fighting Gators. Yeah, they both lost. Both lost. So, uh, yeah, very satisfying uh, weekend. Just put your uh, feet up and, uh, <laughs> and enjoy it. Now, speaking of college football, uh, I don't know if you've, you've picked up on this because the other coast, other coast, uh, way out there in Washington, Washington State University, I, I don't know if you picked up on this, but, uh, but listen, listen to this. Washington State football coach Nick Rolovich has been fired for refusing to comply with state vaccine mandates. Rolovich was denied in his attempt to obtain a religious exemption from vaccine protocols. The coach, who replaced Mike Leach in January 2020, finishes with a 5-6 and six record in Pullman. Wow, you heard it right, that on that CBS Sports report, Washington State University, the Cougs, the Cougars, they fire their head football coach and one, two, three, count them, four assistants, all of whom, all five, refused to uh, get the vaccine. And in that state, the, uh, they have a mandate. They have a mandate in that state that all state workers have to be vac uh, vaccinated. Well, of course, the, an employee of the university is a state employee. So uh, here's the Washington state head coach. He has a salary of $3 million a year. His contract ran through 2025. So uh, that's one, two, three, four. That's four years at $3 million. That's $12 million. So he is being fired or has been fired with cause, for cause, which means he doesn't get any of that money. Doesn't, no money. No money. Uh, it's interesting that he had applied for a religious exemption 
which he would never clarify to the press, which I think is 100% his right. I think it's his right not to take the vaccine, and I don't think anyone is owed a detailed explanation of why you take or don't take the vaccine. All right? That's what freedom is about. That's what liberty is about. Okay? So, uh, anyway, he had applied for a religious exemption, but it was denied. So, this guy uh, stuck by his principles, whatever, well, however it is he saw it, and not just him, but four, one, two, three, four of his coaches. And almost, I think all, I think they're all offensive. I think they're all on the offensive side. At least three are on the offensive side. So I don't, I don't know. They they made the defensive coordinator the head, the interim head coach. I don't even know if they can have an offense or not. I I I don't know. Washington State, the Cougs. Uh, interesting, interesting. Now this is on the the heels, so to speak, of. Uh, <laughs> ESPN sideline, an ESPN sideline reporter quitting. Uh, over the vax mandate. So uh, uh, this is uh, Allison Williams, and she uh, she quit. She walked away. She had a job. She was on camera. She uh, Her dream job, she had gotten it. Uh, here's the headline. This is NBC News as well. It says uh, ESPN reporter Allison Williams leaving network over COVID vaccine mandate. I've been denied my request for accommodation. Uh, to not get the vaccination, Williams said in a video post Friday to Instagram, effective next week, I will be separated from the con- uh, company. Now, here's uh, Alicia Feldstads. Her story from yesterday says longtime ESPN college football and basketball reporter Allison Williams said over the weekend that she will be leaving the network over its COVID-19 vaccine mandate. Quote, I have been denied my request for accommodations. Uh, said Williams, 37 years old, uh, effective next week. I'll be separated from the company. Uh, The Walt Disney uh, Company, which owns ESPN, announced in late July that it would require all salaried and non-union hourly employees to be vaccinated within 60 days. Of course, the unions are exempt. Of course, (laughs) the Democrat base. All right, so ESPN told its... uh, 5,500 traveling employees in May, they would need to be vaccinated by August 1st. Williams said in a statement last month that she had, quote, decided not to receive the COVID vaccine at this time, while my husband and I try for a second child, end quote. All right. So uh, it goes on to say, you know, doctors say it's safe for pregnant women, this and that and the other. And uh, so anyway, quote, she says, I am also morally and ethically not aligned with this. I've had a really, I've had to really dig deep and analyze my values and my morals. And ultimately, I have to put them first, end quote. She added, I cannot put a paycheck over principle. I will not sacrifice something I believe and hold so strongly to maintain a career, end quote. She's been with ESPN since 2011. She walks away. She walks away. Now, also in pro sports, NBA, the whole Kyrie uh, Irving saga, I'm sure you heard about it, 
Yeah, he's trapped on a team up there in New York with, uh, yeah, the Nets. Uh, yeah, New York City. Of course, they require everyone who works there to be vaccinated. Now, that's not an NBA requirement. That's a New York City requirement. But, of course, the, the team, uh, which is located in New York City, well, uh, the, the practice is, is like that's, that's their place of work, right? So uh, here's how it was reported uh, uh, a couple days ago. It says uh, Nets Kyrie Irving says he's not retiring. Explains why he's choosing not to receive COVID-19 vaccine. All right, says Kyrie Irving saga continued on Wednesday night when the Brooklyn Nets guard went on Instagram Live to discuss his current situation. Most notably, Irving confirmed that he is unvaccinated and said he will not be retiring and claimed that he was promised an exemption from COVID-19 vaccine. Earlier this week, the Nets announced that Irving will not be allowed to participate with the team as a part-time player. So in other words, the idea was, well, okay, if I can't play there in New York, I'll at least join the team when you guys go outside of the state. And they said, well, no, that doesn't really work. And uh, I kind of get that. I mean, you're either on the team, you're not on the team. I kind of get that. All right. So the, 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 the bottom line is that uh, they're in that state, they're being uh, required to have the vaccine. So here's what he said. He said, it's really that, you know, in order to be in New York City, in order to be on a team, I have to be vaccinated. Irving said, I chose to be unvaccinated, and that was my choice. And I would ask y'all just to respect that choice. I'm going to continue to stay in shape, be ready to play, be ready to rock out with my teammates, and just be part of this whole thing. And so uh, he claims, uh, as the story goes on, that he had been told prior to the season uh, that uh, accommodations would be made, but they obviously have not been. Now, meanwhile, in Florida, where there is no state or city requirement, former FSU star, Orlando Magic starter, Jonathan Isaac, he refused the vaccine, but he can continue to play because he's in Florida. This is how crazy it is. Uh, today, weighed in on the controversy about Joe Rogan and CNN. Now, I don't know if you kept up with this, but uh, quite the brouhaha. Uh, Joe Rogan is radio personality, and he got COVID. He got COVID. So after he got COVID, he took ivermectin. Ivermectin. Now, ivermectin is a drug that has a, a human, right, a human version and a veterinary version. So the human version has been used for years. It's not some new uh, drug uh, that was designed for, for COVID, but some people have found it effective in some situations, apparently. So he took ivermectin. Well, on CNN, Don Lemon and others uh, railed against Joe Ro uh, Rogan. Now, Rogan has multiply millions of listeners. I mean, he's like a, a gigantic uh, 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 radio personality and YouTube channels and all this. All right, so uh, they railed against Rogan uh, when he got uh, COVID and, uh, and about taking ivermectin. And Don Lemon talked about how uh, he was taking a, uh, that Rogan was taking a horse dewormer all right, a horse dewormer, which, of course, he wasn't taking, right? He didn't go down to the, uh, uh, you know, 
veterinary uh, hospital and get horse medicine. He went to the pharmacy and was, was prescribed human medicine. All right. And of course, they know that. Right. But they uh, assume their CNN uh, assumes that most people don't know. Anyway, so they rail on Rogan uh, for uh, taking horse dewormer. Well, uh, Rogan, uh, when he gets well and he gets back in the studio, he invites CNN medical correspondent Sanjay Gupta to come on his radio program. And Gupta agrees. So uh, Rogan gets him in the studio. You can watch the whole thing. You can find it on YouTube. And so uh, Rogan's having this interview with him about this and that. And then finally, uh, he, he, he kind of gets to the point of why he's got him on his, uh, his program. And he, he just asks him directly, why did CNN lie? And Gupta's like, whoa, what, what? And Rogan's like, well, uh, why, why, did, why did you guys lie about me t- saying that I'm taking a horse dewormer when you, the medical correspondent, you know good and well I'm not taking a horse dewormer. I'm taking a human uh, version of this medicine that's been around for years and treated thousands and thousands and thousands of people uh, for other things. And now... Uh, it may have some effect on on COVID. So why did you guys lie about it? Well, Gupta, he squirms around, squirms around. Finally, uh, he kind of admits, well, that that really wasn't the way to do it. I mean, clearly there's a, a human version of this, and and uh, it, it probably wasn't right to characterize it as a horse dewormer and all of this. So anyway, so so that very night... That very night, Sanjay Gupta goes back to CNN. Don Lemon has Gupta on his show, and Lemon doubles, triples down on, on, on horse dewormer. And guess what? Sanjay Gupta backs down. Right? We're talking about a medical doctor, Sanjay Gupta, and a TV talking head, and the medical doctor backed down. Down And ladies and gentlemen, I hate to say it, but I really believe that uh, the medical profession is one of the professions that has taken a big hit in the last year and a half. Because I think what happens right there is emblematic of exactly what's happening. And that is when it comes right down to it, the medical doctor caves to the narrative. All right, now with all that in mind, I go back to Orlando, right? Let's all go to Orlando. <laughs> Winter is coming. All right, so uh, back to Orlando, back to the Orlando Magic. Uh, FSU, former FSU star, Jonathan Isaac, the guy who, who uh, didn't get vaccinated, NBA player, uh, but he doesn't have to leave his team because he's where Ron DeSantis is governor, and there are no ridiculous mandates. And so today he tweets out, this bold bold here's what he says on his tweet if this thing is just about protecting people and protecting public health why does cnn have to lie about joe rogan taking horse dewormer (laughs) oh my goodness now that brings me to the current occupant yeah the current occupant and the fact that uh, his numbers, polling numbers, approval numbers, job approval numbers, yeah, they are 
They are tanking. They are plummeting. And especially among black voters. A key component of the Democrat Party voting base. All right? So check this out. Here's the story. Uh, This is in Yahoo News. Uh, Biden's approval rating among black voters falls after private sector vaccine mandate. This is by Brittany Bernstein. And it says President Biden's net approval rating among unvaccinated black voters has dropped a stunning 17 points since he announced plans to implement a federal vaccine mandate for companies with more than 100 people, according to Morning Consult poll. Biden's favor among black voters dropped substantially between an initial poll conducted between September 6 and 18, just before Biden's mandate announcement on September 9, and a second poll taken between September 18 uh, to 20 of more than 1,000 black voters. Wow. Wow. So uh, here's the truth, folks. The uh, current occupant, who spins his, aw shucks, come on, man, Scranton Joe, everyday guy yarn. The policies of the current occupant and his Democrat colleagues have consistently hurt the rank and file worker. And this mandate is one more example. All right. So, folks, uh, thanks so much for joining in on VU 128. I'll be coming back on 129 to talk about, uh, let's talk a little bit about the airline industry and how this vaccine mandate is uh, playing out in the, uh, in the airline industry. And then we may pick up a couple uh, uh, other related items in VU 129. But for today, I uh, hope you enjoyed 128. Hope you'll share it with some. Oh, by the way, by the way, one last thing. Do you know we have a missing episode a missing episode. That's right. A loyal listener uh, sent me a, uh, an email asking, where is the one? I think it's 126. And uh, sure enough, there's no 126. There's none. Uh, it's missing. It's missing. And so it's kind of like, you know, finding like the missing Beatles album. Uh, well, not, not quite like that. But anyway, uh, yeah, so if you're looking for 126, apparently it has been uh, it been beamed up by the aliens. The aliens got it. Uh, maybe it'll come back across the border and make its way back home. All right, folks, uh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's 128. I'll see you back again sometime real soon. <laughs>